We know this wave of Omicron, this COVID-19 variant, is having an impact all over the world. And some jurisdictions are a couple of weeks ahead of us in terms of the impact and what they're seeing on their system. So we thought, let's check check back in with what is going on in Denmark. Joining us now is Shane Woodford, of course, former CKNW reporter who is now based in Denmark. Shane, good morning. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Now, we talked to you, I think, a couple weeks ago before Christmas, mm-hmm. and boy, Omicron was really taking a toll. What's happening now? Yeah, uh, that situation has gotten uh, much worse. Uh, we're seeing daily uh, COVID infection numbers that are now topping 20,000, uh, which is unheard of here. Uh, we've never seen anything more than, you know, at a very worst a year ago, it was in the five, six, seven thousand 7,000 range a day. Uh, so that's bad. Uh, we're seeing hospitalizations just climb steeply. Um, the only good sliver of good news in that is that uh, intensive care and death seem to be decoupled a bit from the overall hospitalizations, which is sort of a testament to the protection that is now in place because of vaccinations. But um, it's that numbers game to me. I mean, Omicron, uh, the evidence seems to point that it's going to cause you know, fewer hospitalizations in comparison to, say, the Delta variant, but it's also three or four times more infectious. So the numbers game comes into play because, you know, if uh, Delta hospitalized 2% of the people that infected and Omicron hospitalized 1%, well, 1% of a number that's four times greater than what the Delta variant uh, infected is going to be a much larger number overall, even though technically uh, it's not that much of a danger. It's a less risk to have a hospitalization with the Omicron variant. But we're at almost 800 hospitalizations right now. And we're approaching um, the highest level of hospitalizations we've ever seen, just a few below what we saw about a year ago. Yeah, that's what I was wondering then. So can you compare this wave to what Denmark has seen previously? Yeah, well, we're in the worst wave we've seen because, as I said, hospitalizations are really kind of rising and putting a strain on the healthcare system. Uh, and the numbers are, are exponentially higher than we've ever seen before. But it's the hospital system that is the biggest concern to me um, because, and it's so complex, it's a nuanced thing, right? And it's so many things going into it. One, it's the overall influx of patients. Maybe you're not seeing as many in intensive care, but you're seeing a lot of people coming into the hospital. That further drains resources and causes stress on a system that has been incredibly strained for two years now. Uh, Denmark has what's called sort of a legal patient's rights system. So if you get sick, then by law, uh, you have to be treated within a certain window of time. Uh, They have for the third time in the pandemic just suspended that in order to concentrate completely on COVID patients. Hospitals are now switching to emergency mode. Uh, in Copenhagen, the, what would be in, in your terms would be a regional district, so it would be like Metro Vancouver and Vancouver Census. Uh, the, the regional district in charge of, of Metro Copenhagen is meeting a couple of days to discuss moving their hospitals to the highest level of emergency operations and increasing overall capacity and ICU capacity to deal with what has been a hospitalization wave that shows no signs of slowing down. And then you have the other things. I mean, you have influenza, you have some of the other things, someone falls and breaks a leg. Uh, all of those got to go into the hospital system and be dealt with. And then you have healthcare staff who have been run off their feet for two years and are burnt out. And we're seeing more and more evidence a certain percentage of healthcare staff are packing it in and leaving. Uh, staffing shortages uh, have caused emergency rooms to close in different hospitals here in Denmark. It's an ongoing issue that likely is going to get worse. 
Uh, it is a very, very, very serious issue. And then the other thing to me is, is because of the COVID thing, um, we're seeing again all sort of non-urgent uh, procedures and that kind of thing um, pushed off again. And there's already a huge backlog, and now that backlog is getting bigger and bigger. So it means if the COVID pandemic were, say, to end tomorrow, it's not. But if it were to end tomorrow, um, the strain in the hospital system in order just to catch up will continue for months and months afterwards. What about the rest of Europe? What are they seeing? Yeah, we're seeing incredible numbers. I mean, France is breaking 200,000 cases a day. Italy cracked 100,000 for the first time ever just a few days ago. Uh, it's a little unsteady right now because of the holiday season and numbers kind of tend to be a little mixed up. So we're going to see a lot of catching up in the days ahead. But, uh, you know, Spain, Germany, uh, the Omicron wave is just hitting Europe incredibly hard. So uh, it is a not good situation here. So what about testing here, Shane? Can you talk about that for a second? Because I know that Denmark has been exceptional when it comes to testing, but is that system holding up? That system so far has been holding up, albeit it, even Denmark's very robust testing system is starting to strain. So uh, we currently have about 500,000 uh, tests that's combined PCR and rapid tests uh, daily capacity. So we're testing around 500,000 people each day. That's going to be ramped up to 750,000 within a couple of days because the system is, is basically the demand on the system now is, is at or exceeding uh, what they're able to do each day. Um, it's, it's, you know, uh, I saw an epidemiologist here who actually suggested that Denmark is testing too little, uh, which might come as shocking from your perspective, Yeah, uh, but we have a positive, yeah, a positivity percentage of now of, you know, 12, 13, 14% in the last few days. And, uh, he's basically saying with a positivity percentage that high, uh, that it means we need to test more because there's more, there's just the sheer amount of cases out there and that we're seeing some escapes that are, that are not being detected. Is there any sign of a plateau at this point though, Shanks? I know they're talking about that in the UK. They've talked about that in South Africa. Like, do you see that corner in sight? We don't see that corner in sight yet. I mean, it looks like the Omicron wave is just sort of hitting its stride. And again, we're going to, I mean, the picture's a little fuzzy right now because of Christmas and New Year's. You know, testing goes up and down, staff are out for holidays, that kind of thing. And so there's going to be uh, some catch up that's going to clarify that picture in the days ahead. But I mean, everywhere I look across Europe, every time I check Denmark's numbers, uh, the numbers continue to go up. So uh, maybe they plateau soon. Hopefully they do and we start to see a de-escalation. But right now it looks like we are headed nowhere but up. Shame. And I should add to me that those numbers are going to get worse because it's back to school tomorrow Right. Uh, for primary school students. And we had a press conference today where they said that back to school will increase infections. There's no way around Wait, it. Are they sending people, kids back into the schools then? They haven't switched to remote learning or anything like that? They had a bit of a delay, so they sent them home early for Christmas, and then they sent them back a few days late. So my son, for example, had online school yesterday and today, but physically will go back to class tomorrow. But they're also investing uh, in buying 65 million self-testing kits. So I went down to a school today and and got a couple of boxes of self-testing kits. And we have to administer a a test on him here at home tonight. Uh, Hopefully it's negative, and then... Uh, we have to test them twice a week with the self-testing kits until we're told to stop. All right, best of luck, Shane. Thanks for the update. Always appreciate it. Stay safe out there. You too. That's Shane Woodford, a former CKNW reporter who's now a freelancer in Denmark, talking about what that country is facing. They've been exceptional in Denmark when it comes to testing. Just an amazing number of tests they've been running on a daily basis. And they are also now 
maxing out. They are in that wave of Omicron, and as Shane said, they do not see uh, the end, the plateau, the corner, or anything like that in sight, and they are reaching the limits of their system.